welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, your host, Katie Indy Crow, and I am pleased to have you here today to talk about the turning of the seasons. I don't know if you have noticed it yet, but this is our last equinox before we hit solstice, which is the 10 year anniversary since December 21st, 2012. So much has happened since then. This is a little podcast and video about getting ourselves ready to make a huge leap in self-connection, perception, and energy now and in through the next three months. Come on in for a conversation about the significance of this moment and to begin celebrating it now. I am more than happy to host the party on this one. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, Katie Andy Crow, and we are moving together through yet another turning of the seasons. This one and the next one that are coming up, so that is September Equinox 2022 and December Solstice 2022, will be remembered as touch points in our journey. We are just about at the decade celebration point of what was the huge global wake-up moment that we call December 21st, 2012. In this podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about the significance of this turning of the season. I am then going to talk a little bit about what to expect as we move through it, because it is going to be powerful and intense. And most importantly, I'm going to suggest some ways that you can prepare for it. This is an exciting time in our lives and one that many people have been working a long time to see come to fruition. And so as a person who is an architect of energy and whose specialty is the planetary energy system, who was already awake but called very clearly into leaving everything in my life behind with that bell ring that was December 21st, 2012, I have been on this journey with so many of you here talking about this for the last 10 years almost. I guess I came out in the public in 2014. So this podcast, in some ways, is a little bit of a summary and roundup and a celebration for people who have been involved in this and fans and friends and doing this in their own right this whole time and before it, as well as a bit of a summary of some of the things you can come back to this podcast and read my book and do my training to learn a little bit more about what I'm going to say here is going to be the theme and the crux of some of the things we're going to be experiencing in the next three, six months. And so... It is going to be obviously just part of the natural journey of Crow Medicine expression because here at this page and at my blog, www.crow-medicine.com, everything I say really has to do with where we are at in our journey as a human collective and in terms of healing and raising the harmonic of the planet. And so if you're tuning in here for the first time, don't feel deterred by some of this different language. This is stuff that you learn as you come back and you visit month after month. If you're a person who has been here listening to the Crow Medicine Astrology Reports, this is another key point moment where everything we had been talking about and working toward in the last year and very much more before that is coming to ground. So I'm excited to deliver this message. One of the things that is important when we're talking about the turning of the seasons is to, of course, define what that is. And so as you know from other turnings of the season that we've celebrated together, the planet is on 
a journey and we're on a journey together. So the planet is a conscious being. The planet is an energy system. And one of the things that is the most important part of being a human is getting to experience a sacred connection to the planet. And so that sacred connection to the planet has something that became disconnected as the vibration of the planet lowered and as the vibration of the people living on the planet lowered and as the sources of knowledge that taught about that form of connection were said very unfortunately they were basically taken out with colonialism and or dealt with through the witch hunts and there are other people who have always maintained this knowledge myself included it's not just indigenous people and we live around the world and we've been doing this for a very long time however one of the things that happened as the great forgetting as i call it occurred is that that point of the planet being sacred and that point of it being intricately connected to the source of this universe and us as beings here, having that as part of our birthright, both the planet and this universe, um, kind of got swept by the wayside and it created a lot of disillusionment between, you know, within people. And so one of the things that is an inspiring part of the journey for many people is rediscovering that they are connected to the planet and the cosmos. And that's something that we talk about a lot here on this page. And that planetary connection sits at the basis of every single piece of training I have ever delivered to any of you. So when we talk about connecting to the crystalline core of the earth, and we talk about harmonizing to source and putting ourselves in that energy pillar as part of the process of aligning our energy, but also connecting to the universe, the planet, and all that is. The reason why I do it is because every single time you call forth that connection, every single time you make that conscious choice to do it, you are building yourself back into experiencing the sacred relationship. And so this sacred relationship is not brand new. This sacred relationship is pervasive and it is in the cross-cultural records throughout the entire archaeological record of humans. And so one of the most common themes of sites that you will find around the world is that many of them have components that are aligned to solstice and equinox. And now I know I have some math people and some science people that come for this. Well, we're calculating this adjusted for the spectrum of how the earth rotates on its axis. And so in America, for example, there are sites that are 10,000 years old that are connected to these points. There are some in Canada that I have visited. There are some over in Europe. They're all over the place. The point that I'm making in saying this is that this tradition of honoring the earth's connection to the cosmos and honoring our connection to it is rooted deeply in the story of humanity. And so one of the things that I do that some of you know, but some of you don't know about is I calibrate the energy system of the planet. So some people call it geomancy. Uh, and, and what that is, is that I hear the telluric currents. I hear the earth energy currents. I hear how the flow is. And my job is to help Keep the earth in tune with the universe. That's the easiest way I can say it. And one of the times that humans and the earth and the universe all come together is equinox and solstice. And so at this equinox, and we one of the things that some people will notice is this thing called equinox cracks. And so one of the reasons why so many people have intense spiritual experiences and or people like me recommend that people celebrate things like equinox as an experience or as an opportunity to call forth your intention to call forth the sacred knowledge is because as a result of the alignment of the planet to the energy system of the universe, as well as things like the equinox cracks, which are holes in the, in the 
atmosphere of the earth, which allow us to penetrate through the magnetic shield, um, that brings in an influx of cosmic energy and solar energy. And that cosmic energy and that solar energy is helping a raise the vibration and shift the harmonic of planet earth. So you've heard me talk about that all the time. And as you know, from listening to five signs, you're experiencing rapid energy change or many of my other podcast articles, videos, whatever, over the years, this also sparks soul connection and soul awareness. And one of the things that is very significant about right now that was also significant about December 21st, 2012, is that that moment for people who don't know was recognized by the Mayan people as being the end of a specific form of time. And so there was a great expectation within the spiritual community and many other communities that at December 21st, 2012, something radical was going to happen in the energy of the planet. I can tell you, as can many other listeners to the podcast, that that did happen. And the wave of cosmic energy that came in during that time, which was solstice, December solstice, fundamentally shifted the energy structure of the planet from one that was very stagnant, very stuck, and it injected it with a bunch of power that it needed in order for it to start moving to the next phases of its journey. Because you see, the planet's journey had been retarded as a result of the great forgetting um, and as a result of the murdering of a whole bunch of people who actually take care of the land. And not only that, but the systematic hunting and looking out for us and trying to find us that that really did happen and so i'm going to tell stories about all of this in later podcasts and not every story is going to be for every person but it is time for us to start being a little bit more aware of how layers of energy and how layers of history and how layers of human action come to form these archetypes of energy so when you hear me talking about clearing the mars archetype which we were doing over the summer in part What I mean by that is we're actually specifically going to moments where humanity as a DNA spectrum and as an energy spectrum had serious things happen to it that damaged it. And some people like me who are very good at metaphysical repair do things like repair that energy spectrum and beam it back out. And then people like you who also are very good at what you do, do things like make conscious choices to change your energy pattern and conscious choices to adjust yourself. Over the summer, a lot of the big, well, stop winter in some hemisphere, <laughs> summer in the one I'm in, um, one of the major themes that we have been working through has been learning how to ground that masculine energy strand, this higher harmonic, I call it masculine energy strand within ourselves. And so that has meant for a lot of people to experience what it means to have masculine energy and to learn how to bring that masculine energy into alignment with what others would call feminine energy. Because as you know, masculine and feminine is not just about whether you're a boy or a girl. That's one use of it. Masculine and feminine is also a strand of energy spectrum, which I, which we have been working on integrating and fixing. Um, ever since the bad things happened to it in the last epoch, which you will hear me talk more about in the future. So December 21st, 2012 was a significant moment where, bing, okay, a whole bunch of people like me who were already awake and somewhere uh, got this call from the planet and the planet was like, attention everyone, all hands on deck, all hands on deck, we have to fix this, we have met the conditions. And so basically what happened in the last 10 years is that men of people like me, caretakers, well, I mean, there aren't a lot of people like me. I, I am very humble and honest and, well, I'm very humble and I'm kind of shy, but I'm 
incredibly unique and valuable in what I do. And there are people who say they do this, who say things that aren't necessarily actually what is happening on planet Earth. And within the circles of those people, I was once very celebrated until I started telling a little bit of a different story about how the planet works. And that was because, you know, some of the people who got very involved in telling the story about how the planet works were people who were very involved in oppressing the planet. And I think that as we move forward, you know, I had to stop talking about this stuff for a few years to protect the planet. I'm not going to stop talking about it anymore because everyone, you know, we can't allow ourselves to be limited by negativity and by people who don't want to take change on board. All we can do is move forward. And so one of the things that's really exciting about what happened in the last 10 years is that a lot of people from different soul groups came together. And we cooperated, or at least we tried to. Um, and what we were doing was cooperating and healing some of the great rifts that existed in the human DNA energy spectrum. And so a lot of the people that were involved in the last 10 years or so were people who were either some of the greatest scientists and metaphysical agents of the whole entire universe, as well as some of the people who were the absolute worst. And the point of it all was, is that we were all here to try to find peace, meaning and healing by cooperating with one another. And so a lot of people who are coming to this podcast who would have been on this journey, you met like all of your karmic foes and all of the people that you would have been at war with. And you had experiences sometimes where you found peace with them and sometimes you didn't. One of the other things that happened within the planet is that we went through some of the different ways that we were working on healing the planet. And some of the projects worked and we did a really good job. And I want to congratulate all of the people who were part of those projects that worked. And some of them didn't. And part of the reason why they didn't work is that I think honestly just some people forgot that they were perhaps here to heal something that went wrong. And instead of being self-reflective and really going inward, they just pushed forward with their mission, not realizing what they were here to do was fix a mistake from a past life. And so I get the sense that that knowingness is going to start coming up for some people. And so I wasn't planning on saying this, but I trust that I did and the reason why. Moving forward, now that we've basically had 10 years of trials and tribulations, and in those 10 years, we have also experienced things like shifting to this 5D+. plus. Uh, we have had our Saturn square Uranus, we have had incredibly unique cosmic events rooting back to clearing the story of like the greatest teacher ever, Jesus, and also dealing with things that were, you know, like real world historical events that left major marks on the archetypes. And great job, everyone. Now that we're at this point, this turning of the seasons, where we're at September equinox 2022, moving into December solstice 2022, the grounding and the wrap up of all of those projects and all of those things and all of those relations is pretty much going to come into play if it hasn't already. And so one of the things that's really excellent about this is that also, and this is probably a part that's more significant for people who haven't been involved in caretaking the planet, more significantly also, we are experiencing and about to experience significant surges in energy influxes because of the cosmic rays and because of planetary alignments that are upcoming. And those surges in energy are going to do exactly what they're supposed to do, which is raise the harmonic of the planet. And as they're raising the harmonic of the vibration of the planet, they're going to, they, how that actually happens, it moves the energy structure in the crystal system of the planet. And you people, we are connected to this planet through gravity, but also through the crystalline core or the magnetic structure, depending who you are. Connecting to 
the higher harmonic version of earth means connecting to the crystalline version of earth. And a lot of people are going to be moving from one reality stream and one reality band, which is hung on that magnetic part of earth to another reality stream and another reality band that is hung on more of the crystalline frequency of earth. And so some people would recognize that as moving from a more fear competition based to more of a love and, and success together. Not necessarily, I'm not a commie. Don't think that I am when I say things like that. I just mean like there are ways that we can work that are in relationship with the planet and respecting this energy structure of the planet as a being where we are able to produce all kinds of food and have adequate housing and everything else that we need for all of humanity. We are living in a drastically imbalanced time and this wave that is coming now. And I mean, this is not just all going to snap, be fixed, right? This is going to continue happening in a series of waves probably over the next decade or so. I'll talk more about what's coming in the next decade when we get to December 21st, 2022. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Maybe you would like to follow me on my socials at Crow Medicine Katie on Instagram, uh, Crow Medicine with Katie on Facebook, at Katie Indicrow. And of course, like I told you, my blog, I will be bringing this stuff back forward. Right now, I guess this is just the grand summary of some of the things that happened. And so back at December 21st, 2012, we had this bing, like I said, the energy wave that came about and shook awake the soul purpose of a lot of people and the soul memory of the sacred connection. And uh, that's going to happen again. And so a whole lot of people who have been feeling a calling are going to answer that call. And many, many, many more people are going to find themselves naturally being inspired by the sacred being that they are and finding ways to move into things like self-love. When I say like the great awakening, I don't think everybody's going to wind up believing all the same thing. We're not going to turn into a bunch of spiritual robots. What it really is, is that different parts of our systems that are connected to that older harmonic, that are connected to that last epoch, that are connected to those pain systems that came to be built up as a result of some really bad things that happened to the human collective are gradually being left behind. And the awakening really is, is that there's something you can do about it and I can do about it and we can do about it. And that pretty much any vibrational state or energy condition we're in is something that can be transformed. And most importantly, along with this awakening, is that energy isn't something that disappears if you don't pay attention to it. Energy is there whether you realize it or not. And every single person on this planet has energy sensitivity. Every single person has an auric field. Yours might be busted up and broken out, but you have one. Every single person has energy centers. Every single person is does astral travel. Every single person has the ability to do certain things that you have been led, we have been led to believe are the are for a select few weird, crazy, gross people. When you are in alignment with your soul, when your energy body is turned on, you are able to intuitively move yourself towards people, experiences, and ideas that are going to nurture, nourish, and benefit your soul. You are able to hear the call of the cosmos in your heart and in the song in your head. You are able to talk directly to your creator, to creator, to create source through yourself. You're able to find your own sacred answers. And right now, my friends, we are in an important phase of the human journey and the planetary journey where we're about to step into a whole new part of welcoming more and more millions and millions, hopefully billions of more souls into this. So up next, what are you going to expect and what might you experience as this is happening? Rapid energy changes, rapid wrap-ups, 
seasonal turnovers, turning of the season, turning of the decade, all of this means that this is going to be, in some cases, potentially intense, especially if one is not prepared for it. We will focus on the getting prepared in the final section. In this one, I'm going to touch on just a couple of things that you might look out for or that you might be aware may happen as we go through this. Rapid energy change or energy change in general can be an all-out experience where you are having soul wounds coming up, where you are having deep emotional waves just passing through you that you don't even know where they're coming from, where you feel like you need to sleep all day long for several days at a time, perhaps where you wind up having a montage in your mind. If you remember a podcast that I did earlier on last season, it was called Five Signs You're Experiencing Rapid Energetic Change, and I'm going to link you to that one now. What I will say here is this. For people who are newer to the energy path, this is going to be a time where you start feeling more and more curious and comfortable with engaging with different parts of who you are as a soul and as an energy being. There are a lot of people who are coming to this podcast that I acknowledge are brand new to things like this. And thank you so much for giving me the ear. And I'm going to speak to you first and I'll speak to the people who are more advanced on the path because they're going to have a bit of a different experience. But one of the things that's going to unite all of us is that this is an opportunity for rapid energetic transformation. And so this is when I mean rapid energetic transformation, building on what I explained in the last segment. Each of us was carrying soul wounds. Each of us was carrying outdated energy system parts from an archetype that was very specifically lived to the point that it felt like it was being run into the ground. All of us have known pretty much what it felt like to be a man or a woman and how uncomfortable it felt like that. And all of us have felt like what felt like psychic attacks from inside and outside in relation to that. And all of us have probably started to know like maybe some of these things that we've been told are natural that we're supposed to live through and that we're supposed to be really aren't who we are human beings aren't in you know on the inside these nasty terrible beasts who want to snap each other's heads off hurt each other overpower each other and kill the planet that's the lie that got lived into the energy system over many many thousands like you know an epoch is a long time and so over quite a few no years of pain and hardship and so one of the things that is important to remember as we're moving out of that pain and hardship is that we have to physically make the choice to let it go and we have to physically and recognize when we are giving and being given the chance to shift an archetype or to shift ourselves from one set of relations or one reality stream that perhaps is a lower harmonic into one that is higher. What to expect during these times? One of the things that does sometimes happen is that you feel yourself coming to the natural conclusion of a part of your life, a phase of your life. So it could be a career, it could be a relationship, it could be a place that you live, it could be an identity that you are holding on to. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you failed. I'll bring a word forward that I've used a few times, and that's reality stream. A reality stream, as I explain it, is the set of conditions and pathways and experiences that you're going to have as you are in your current energy conditions, energy contracts, energy pathway, and, and state of being as a person. When you reach a point that feels like a brick wall, brick wall, brick wall, which also happens to people now, um, that as well as the natural progression and, and natural wanting to conclude and wanting to close both represent moments where perhaps that reality stream you have seen 
what there is to see in it. And it is time to allow yourself to go on another part of the journey to start a new adventure. You are never too old to start a new adventure. And that's really important to remember. There are some people who may only have shifted reality streams maybe once or twice. And maybe this is your big first one. And I know it can be scary. People like me, we will shift them all the time because moving through a harmonic band, what that really means is you're exploring what it means to be that kind of a person. You're exploring what it means to be you here at this time, you know, and if you don't like who it is to be you here in this relationship at this job at that time, then you can leave it. You're not stuck there. I mean, there are people who are more stuck than others, and there's definitely things like privilege and class and geography (laughs) that we have to, that I acknowledge are major factors deciding who gets what and how easy it is to access that. I've been on the crap end of that stick an awful lot of times. Um, It is also important not to feel like you are having everything ripped away from you, especially if you were a person who is a metaphysician working on this stuff metaphysically. Even if you have been, you know, just doing ceremony for your first few times, if you start noticing your life changing, it's not because you're doing something wrong. It's because that life isn't the one that is that highest harmonic life for you. And so now into the next few years, a lot of people are going to be making this heart-based transformation where they go from piece by piece by piece of their life over the seasons as we move through the cycle of the seasons as inspired by the planetary alignments. And you can come back here for the Crow Medicine Astrology Reports because that's why I talk about all that stuff. Um, we just honestly and earnestly make our path through and this is part of the healing journey of ourself and the planet. And this is part of the adventure that we are all on. As you're moving through this, some of the other things that are going to be positive is seeing things more clearly as these energy transformations happen with the planet and the vibration raises. If you are specifically working on energy transformation and connection, which anybody working with any of my methods are, you're going to notice that you start getting answers really quickly and you're going to notice that things start changing and happening and clearing up rapidly. So it's up to you to put yourself in the space and to put the work in to experience that. Um, Some people are going to be experiencing their kundalini awakening for the very first time. So your kundalini is the snap of your life force energy that sustains your soul in part. And your kundalini energy is that thing that connects you from source to the earth. And so one of the things that happens in a kundalini awakening in the old phase is if you're doing the whole snake thing, it's very painful and awful. Um, I wrote a book (laughs) and in the second part of the book, you learn about how to straighten out your kundalini column and how to work with your kundalini energy as an important source of self-connection and inspiration and creativity for everyday life. Because what is part of the awakening? Well, your inner creativity and your inner connection to all of the cool things that you have inside of you and the ideas that you would like to make and express in the world. And also, Ah, just, you know, your experience as a soul and a body and as as a piece of this universe, it's a very cool thing. And we will talk more about that. Other things that are going to happen for people who have already been on this path for a while, opportunities for healing major, major soul wounds and in particular ones that you might have been carrying around in the last 10 years that are ready to just go. We have moved through the healing period and it's okay to let it go. It's up to you to make the choice to do it though, friends. And uh, other things that may come if you're not taking care of yourself. And again, I'm going to talk about taking your care, care of yourself next. Uh, energy transformation and the awakening part of the energy body can be extremely painful and confusing. And that is because if you're not doing anything to move your energy around, st- once the snap happens, um, you start 
being able to perceive energy in your body more. So you'll feel stomach aches, headaches, you'll feel anxiety, different kinds of pressure. And part of that is, is because your body's trying to make you aware of the energy you have to let go of. Your body's trying to make you aware of what you're carrying on that's making it sick. And although it feels like you're doing the wrong thing, you're doing exactly the right thing. And so stay tuned in the next segment. We'll talk a little bit more about how to prepare and what you can do. And that's not just for beginners. It's for experts alike, because as I'm sure you can tell by the tone of this podcast, my friends, uh, I have been all over this topic for a long time, and I am so excited to to be here and talking about this with you. One of the hallmarks of this podcast, my teachings, my school, everything that I am about is that we are on a fantastic ride and this journey that we have of expansion, self-connection, reconnection to the planet, discovering the universe, knowing our sacred selves and being able to ask any single question and get the answer has really been a driving force of my teachings. Although we in the last paradigm have been raised to believe and taught to believe that all of this body stuff, you know, living in a body is terrible and this is supposed to be hard and being a psychic sucks and it's only just a few people, you know, one of the, we have to throw away all of that. Being energy aware and being energy sensitive and expanding our soul earth universe connection is not a one-shop stop. It's not just for some people and it's not terrible if we work with tools and practices and honest moments of self-connection to support ourselves in ways that are meaningful to us. One of the things that I do on this podcast, but also that I'm going to give myself a little moment for, I took the very best teachings that I created and I put them into a book and I have just published this book. And so in this book, I have placed the best suggestions that I have for how you would basically be able to do any of the things that I'm going to suggest in this segment and that I have suggested in any of the ones prior And the reason why I've put it into a book instead of trying to teach it at my school is that right now, I think what the world needs is good information and they need it accessible and they need it in a form that they can take with them anywhere. And so Soul Compass Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection is available now and I'm going to put the link to it here. You know, one of the things I've always prided myself on doing throughout this last 10 years and also in my work as a community volunteer, which I was heavy at before I opened Indie Crow Academy and did all the stuff that I did here is, you know, being accessible to people and giving, being, making sure the good, clear, pure information got out there so that anyone who wanted to get on the spiritual path and support themselves, no strings attached from crappy energy entities that do come with other teachings. You know, I've always made a priority of releasing free teachings, doing this podcast before I used to lead hundreds and hundreds of people through open access ceremonies where you could just drop into the ceremony and, you know, get world-class teachings. And over in the past epoch, what used to happen with that, you know, was a lot of fun. And as we moved through, you know, Corona and everything else that happened, and as I moved ever deeper into my spiritual ceremonies, things just kind of started changing. And it became very clear that the very best thing that I would be able to do instead of trying to teach Soul Compass as a book, or sorry, as a learning, as only as a learning program at my school, but also instead of trying to teach everybody everything for free all the time was, you know what, Katie, just make a book. And make this book the best book that you possibly can with the best tools that you have, ones that people have complimented you on for many, many years, and just put it out there. And so I've created Soul Compass. I'm going to link it here. 
And just keep in mind that this is the abridged version of my very best learning program, which itself is a summary of all of the best tools that I have for grounding and getting yourself rooted in conscious self-connection and for raising your vibration and for repairing your energy field. And yes, you really can learn all that from a book. And so having said that, now I'm going to go ahead and just say, what are some things that you can do about this? You know, Getting yourself into a space where you are consciously connecting to your energy body and your soul on a regular every single day basis, and if that's too much, at least once or twice a week, is going to be incredibly powerful for you because as I said at the first segment, this moment, these series of alignments are bringing us into a flash of light, a flash of cosmic energy, a flash, a soul flash, where you are going to be able to seek answers and get them. The only way you're going to be able to do that is to put yourself in spaces where you're doing conscious self-connection. So the whole book, Soul Compass, Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection is about that. Read it, live it, love it. It is amazing. Another thing that's really important about this, right, is we're making a vibrational leap as a, as, a, as people. And so raising the vibration can be something that people struggle with because they're not exactly sure how to do it. One of the things that I recommend in the book, Soul Compass, and all of my training is working with the crystalline frequency of earth and working with the pure energy of source, the natural and safe energy flows that are part of rooting us into what is safe and good and pure for us are there for us. They are free to use. And it's something that helps to get you into a place where you're harmonized in the flow of the planet as well as with the universe, which allows you to start experiencing more of the things that you would like to experience. And it helps you connect to that higher harmonic reality stream. If you remember me talking about people making an energy transformation and people making an upgrade and people shifting reality streams, well, doing conscious self-connection and doing intentional vibration raising activities are two of the things that you are able to do to maneuver yourself through that in a way that's going to be cool and fun. And let me tell you, it is really freaking fun. Um, actively engaging with your soul wounds. If you're an advanced practitioner and you have been just trucking along, there is a chance that you are probably carrying around some pretty heavy stuff with you, especially if you've been in the wrap-up phase for the last few years. That was rough. And giving yourself the opportunity to have personal retreat days and to stay home or to stay by yourself and to stop pushing forward with other work and really just give yourself the opportunity, am I holding on to anything that I need to let go of? Is there a soul wound that is present that I am ready to see and feel and release? All of these are things that are important to do every cycle of the seasons, but this one most especially because there are some people out there who are still holding on to some big ones, and I know that you are ready to release it. Another thing that's really important with all of this is setting goals and intentions. I mean, this is the turning of the seasons, and setting goals and intentions is the theme that you have always heard from me as we have been moving through them and as I had been doing public ceremonies here. This particular solstice and this particular equinox, sorry, I'm not going to be leading a public ceremony. I put together a really good one for um, last solstice and you know what? Nobody did it and nobody seemed to care. And so as opposed to putting a lot of time and effort and energy into creating a ceremony, I created this podcast instead and I wrote the book or well, I got the book published and I just think that those two things are going to be more powerful as tools um, to help move us forward because ultimately you guys are people who are not, some of you are brand newbies, some of you are not, but most of you have been around this podcast for a little while, this page for a little while and my teachings for a little while and just felt that now was a very important time to come forward and to say that 
hey, we're about to step into something that's pretty fantastic. And so having said all of that, it's now time for me to start wrapping up this podcast and to start wrapping up this message. The next time you hear from me, uh, I don't know, it'll probably be around solstice or sorry, equinox. I'm getting them confused because I'm currently anchoring energy for solstice. One of the things that you'll notice about me is because of the jobs that I do for the universe, sometimes I'm all over time and I'm not really in the chronological order. And so sometimes whenever I just step back out, it's from talking to the public. It's not because anything's wrong. It's just because I have something different to do. Now, one of the things that I did want to say about Soul Compass Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection is that as we move through this next season, I am going to start doing public events again. I am going to start leading people through exercises that are in the book. I am going to start building on moving forward with what it means to be grounded and safe and connected to the universe in this new paradigm that I think a lot of people are ready to step into. And so if you want to support me, support this page and get something that you're going to hear me talk a lot about and you're going to get a lot of value out of, I would really appreciate it if you went ahead and purchased a copy of this book. It would mean a lot to me. Now, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone for being here. And I will be back with some more Crow Medicine soon. Next, oh, soon, soon, soon. I'm going to come back with a little slideshow. I've been all over Eastern America, just all over the place. And I have to continue my journey because my friends, part of who makes this happen is me. So more from me soon. I love you. Katie Indy Crow. Oh.